You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Take you around the league with a good friend of the program, DJ Shockley, former Falcons quarterback. DJ, I work on Sundays, so during our seven-hour show yesterday, we had a great conversation with a man you know well, West Durham, longtime radio voice of the Falcons. He pointed out Atlanta could be 5-0, and but if we're just going week by week, Falcons now have lost back-to-back home games. They squandered a 17-point lead yesterday to a Miami team that's had offensive issues. Is Atlanta dealing with real trouble? You know, I think they have a few issues for sure. Um, they have a couple things going on that they can correct, but uh, like Dan Quinn talked about in his presser, there are things that they can overcome. There are things that are not just, I think, personnel issues. These are things that are mental mistakes that happen throughout a ball game. And to what Wes said, they could easily be 5-0, and and they could easily be, you know, 1-4 as well. And I think when you play in this league long enough and you know what's going on and where the Falcons are right now at 3-2, and two, it's kind of shook out both ways for them. They had some things go their way, and this week things did not go their way. So uh, this is a team that on defense has missed tackles. Uh, they've been on the field for a while. They couldn't get – uh, Miami Dolphins offense off the field who have been struggling uh, mightily throughout the first part of this season. And offensively, in the second half, uh, you go back to the third quarter, they had the ball for six plays. I mean, it's tough to win ball games when you don't have opportunities to do it. And, uh, but the last two games at home, your offense has been on the field and had a chance to win the ball game, and you weren't able to do it. So it, there's definitely some things going on, and obviously the tournament end of the game was something that, uh, they definitely didn't want. So uh, there's things that they can work on, but I don't think there are major things that's really going to hamper them uh, going forward unless they fix them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the reason why you you don't have those issues is because you fix them. But I wonder, I wonder if they can because the problem I've had with this Falcons team, and, and every time you come on, I, I ask the question of this team not being able to finish. If you go back to the Super right. Bowl in this last one against the New England Patriots in the second half, they only rushed the ball nine times. In this game against the Miami Dolphins, they rushed the ball seven times, only got 18 yards in the second half. That's the problem. I mean, and, and, and this is an offense that loves to throw the football. It seems as if if they get behind or there's a moment where there's a, a moment of panic, they will not run the football. And if that's the case, do you think this team can actually win with not being able to control the clock in the second half? Well, that's the tough part about it. And I think they need to run the football to be good on offense. And, that's what this offense is made of. Yeah, it looks like they have all these weapons on the outside. You talk about Julio, Sanu, who's been out, but you still got all these weapons on the outside to throw the football to. But that all predicated on you being able to have a play action, to be able to run the football, to, to have guys come in the box and have eight guys in the box and get those one-on-one matchups to throw it down the field to have the big plays. Uh, another big concern is we're five games in and Julio Jones doesn't have a touchdown yet. I mean, it's kind of – baffling to hear that Julio Jones hasn't had a chance to get in the end zone, but it all goes back to that run game, and you got to give the Dolphins credit. I mean, their front is really, really tough. Uh, Don Kasu and uh, Cameron Wake, I mean, they get after you up front, and it was tough sledding for a while, and there were a couple times throughout the ball game where they wanted to run the ball on first down, and they ran the ball on first down, and uh, I, I, I tell you, four, five, six times, they may have got one yard or negative yardage on first down, so you're working behind the chains already in second and third down, and they had at least seven plays in the ballgame where on third down they were eight or more yards, and they ended up being one of six in the game on third down uh, along yardage. So it's hard to win games that way. 
And like you said, Gordon, it's a direct result of them not being able to run the football. And if they're not able to run the football, uh, this team is is going to be in the same position it's in right now, and it's going to be tough to win ballgames. Next up, a trip to Gillette Stadium, Sunday night football rematch of the Super Bowl on the road in New England. He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ, we were just talking about Aaron Rodgers going down with his broken collarbone. Do you think he took the rest of the Packers season with him? I think Green Bay is done and dusted. Yeah, I mean, their defense has been average so far. Uh, nobody's really afraid of uh, Green Bay's defense. And offensively, it all it hinges on Aaron Rodgers being able to make those throws, being able to throw it in the windows that are most people will see are not there, and other quarterbacks will move on to their next progression. But he's a guy that gets them going. I mean, he's a guy that you've seen over the years that always sparks them and finds a way to you get regardless of the cast of characters who are on the outside catching for him, uh, they make plays for him, and he's just that difference maker. And when you talk about quarterbacks, it's all about making the guys around you better, and Aaron Rodgers does that. And without him, this is just another average team in the NFC uh, with, with the Green Bay Packers. And not having Aaron Rodgers is a huge, huge problem for the Green Bay Packers. I don't see how they overcome it or even make the playoffs uh, without him uh, being at the helm of their team. Mitchell Trubisky had a chance to go on the road against the Baltimore Ravens and, and grab a victory. Uh, just snatched it from him, to say the least, uh, when it came down to how physical this team was. Um, they were up 10-3 to going into half, and, of course, you saw it come down to a 27-24 game. But, you know, when you look at players on this offense, like the Jordan Howards of the world, who, who had one of the bigger runs in this game when it comes down to it, I think they were out right on the minus seven-yard line, and he took it all the way yeah. back to the other end uh, to score a touchdown. Is this the way we plan on seeing Chicago play uh, when it comes down to having Mitchell Trubisky in the mix? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, you always got to protect your young guys. You always got to protect your young QBs. And I know it doesn't look the same way you look over at Houston and, you know, Deshaun is throwing it around 30 times a game. But uh, in that type of offense where you need to have a good run game, Mitchell Trubisky uh, you can control a lot of the situation of the game with having a good run game. Jordan Howard is a, a very good back. He runs hard, uh, catches out the backfield. You you add Tariq Cohen to all that. I mean, they have a bunch of guys who can get the job done. And having a guy at the helm who can uh, kind of control the ship and manage it for one point, uh, I think is important. And having that run game is real big. And once they get into the latter part of the season, when it starts to get cold, and you, you're not sure if, uh, Mitchell Krabinski can handle that cold or if he can throw it in the same uh, cold weather that he did, you know, like he did in North Carolina or like he did uh, when, when it was hot. It, it'd be interesting to see. But having a run game to fall back on will be big for, uh, especially for the Chicago Bears going for the rest of the season. And Jordan Howell is the guy who can do it for you. As you guys know, Mitchell Trubisky was a Mr. Football in the state of Ohio. He can handle the cold climate. But, fellas, let's not put him in the Hall of Fame. He completed eight <laughs> passes yesterday. So, DJ, you know the good cop, bad cop act on this show, and I'll revel in the negativity. Is Joe Flacco over? Is the Joe Flacco that was a Super Bowl champion gone and never coming back because he looks like a shadow of himself? Yeah, you know what? It's, it's kind of it's one of those things where you don't want to count a guy out because I just saw just last week everybody was saying – uh, is it over for Ben Roethlisberger? Is he done? Is he a has-been? All that kind of stuff. And then he comes back this week, and, he, you know, he lights up the, you know, the 5-0 and Chiefs or whatever it is. And he, he, Flacco, I think, is a different player than Roethlisberger, obviously. 
but he just has not looked the same. He has not looked like the same guy who went to the Super Bowl a few years back. He doesn't demand that type of, uh, I don't think, respect anymore as far as one of those elite guys around the league right now. And he's struggling. It'll be interesting to see if he's done. But uh, right now, I would not bet anything on Joe Flacco and the, and the Ravens right now with how they're playing. If I had to ask you a question of who's the best team in the NFC, and I gave you, let's just say, three teams, and I don't put the Atlanta Falcons in those top three, what would you say? Well, I, I think obviously Philly is at the top of that rank. Um, you, you, you look around and keep going. Maybe, <laughs> Who do you believe in in the NFC? Uh, there are some really good teams right now. I mean, you look at Carolina and how physical they're playing right now. You've got the Los Angeles Rams who can score against anybody whenever they choose to. You just got uh, Adrian Peterson who just ended up going to Arizona Cardinals. You saw the balance they had on offense. But the thing I think that's the difference between those teams I've just mentioned, and I, did I mention Minnesota and Detroit? I mean, unfortunately for Detroit, but I Minnesota is they finish. Minnesota winning when they got they got two quarterbacks, neither one of them got any knees. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, how they continue to win is crazy. So Minnesota is a, a team you can look at, but I wouldn't count Minnesota down the road. But I think you make a good point with Arizona now adding AP that helped Carson Palmer, um, but. Philly took care of Carolina pretty mightily. It's it's still a toss over the NFC each week, I think, on this. Cheering sound across the NFL. That's why professional football is the best. DJ, great information as always. Just want to alert you. It's Cordell's birthday today. So if you're in the club tonight, watch out. Stu could be on the loose. It's going to be raining a little bit. (laughs) Could be drizzling, yeah. Dude, it's not a cold. And there's not a cloud in the sky right now either, by the way, for it to drizzle. Before I go, you consider us friends, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so I'm wondering, we've been talking for almost a year now, and I look up and you don't even follow your boy on 20. I don't understand. I got to work on that. I got to work on that. Cordell, no, no, no. What's up with that, man? You know the problem hey, that's is Brian DJ, Weber. That's Weber with two Bs. I'm that's gonna, who he I'm is. Gonna, I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. It's it's that seven hour show on Sunday I do with no commercials. <laughs> it throws me for the hey. rest of the week. That'll hey, be hey. rectified right now. And as we wrap it up, we know Atlanta's a magic city. If you know what I mean. Hey, and by oh, the way, DJ, nice I like that. Be well. Thank you. DJ, I'm not as suburban he, as I sound, DJ. And DJ, he calls you his friend too, huh? He friend of the program, friend, right? and now going to be followed on Twitter. Done and I done. To, I expect to see you with Cordell in the magic part of the city tonight. <laughs> it's always magical. Thank you, DJ. We'll chat soon. All right, it's our friend DJ Shockley. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart. Live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.